Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House in Virginia Beach. church with a worldwide vision for winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. We're a Pentecostal church affiliated with the Christian Fellowship Ministries. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. Psalms 119, just one scripture, verse 18, just a short scripture, and it says these words, and David is praying, and he says, open my eyes. How many know that would be a good thing, that God will open our spiritual eyes? Open my eyes that I may see the wondrous things from your law. Amen. I want to preach on that scripture for a moment. Let's pray for a moment. Father, we ask you right now, Lord, for your Holy Spirit to come into this place, to minister, Lord, to our lives. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, so that we can see all the wondrous things that are in this building tonight, the opportunities that are before us, Lord. We ask you for your Holy Spirit, Lord, to fall on this congregation. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So a couple of uh, months ago, I was in uh, South Africa preaching. And I was preaching in a place called Bloemfontein for Pastor David Kennedy and his wife. And there's a little city there close by where the fellowship just planted a church. And that city is called Kimberley. And this, this city has a tremendous story what happened in the 19th century there. There was a farmer there in that little uh, community. And that farmer, and this is a true story, I checked it, you can check it later. Don't Google it now, Google it later. Amen. And so anyway, so this farmer is working on his land, and he's working, you know, and South Africa can be really dry, and he, he could not get a lot of results. And every year the crops were meager, and many times travelers would come by, and they would tell this farmer, man, in India, people are finding diamonds. People are getting rich overnight. Amen. They're just finding literally diamonds on the floor. And this man is working hard. He's just working hard. And then sometimes he's just dreaming about those diamonds, amen, in India. And then one day it got the best of him. Sold his farm, sold his oxen, sold his plow. He didn't sell his wife, but he brought his wife to, uh, uh, to his sister with the children. And he went to India. And for almost 18 months, he cruised the entire continent of India until after 18 months, they find his backpack on a bridge, and they don't know for sure, but, you know, they never found him again. Probably he committed suicide. That was the end of his story. But there was a man that bought his farm, and this is a true story. It's a powerful story. He was, like, plowing with the same oxen, with the same yoke, and working on the field, and, and one day he saw a black stone, and he picked up that stone. It was as big as an egg, and he said, man, it's like if the rainbow is caught in this stone put it on his chimney, went on with his life. And one day a traveler came by and he saw that stone and he turned all pale. He said, how do you get this stone? And the man said, man, I found it on my, on my, on my field. And he said, this is the biggest rough diamond I ever saw in my life. And the man laughed. He said, that, that's impossible. I have a whole field covered with those black stones. And, you know, I was standing there in that place and, 
have a picture of uh, the Kimberley Diamond Mine because the Kimberley Diamond Mine is the richest diamond mine there ever. That's the wrong picture, the first picture, the diamond mine. The Kimberley Diamond Mine is the, is the richest diamond mine in the entire face of the entire earth. They found 15 million diamonds in that mine. The first were laying on the floor. Today, they're almost one mile deep, still finding diamonds after more than 100 years. Uh, the name of this man is a very interesting name. His name is Fleetwood, Fleetwood something. Uh, amen. Uh, he, be, he became the most richest man in South Africa. And I was thinking about that story. That story has an old moral. And that old moral is, amen, so many times in our life, uh, we cannot see the possibilities where we're at, amen. We leave the place where we're at just to find something that was already there all the time, amen. And that's a possible, you know, that's a tendency in human nature that everywhere where you go around the world, uh, amen, people are seeing possibilities far away while the same opportunities are before them all the time, amen, and then the tendency is to leave what you have uh, to find something what you had all the time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. That's a tendency that we have. Uh, and I want to preach about that. Amen. You got to see the diamonds that God has given in your life uh, and start mining. Hallelujah. So let's pray right now. Father, we thank you once more. Lord, open the eyes of our heart, Lord, so that we can see the possibilities of the place we're at. Uh, you say that the eyes of the fool go to the ends of the earth. And we ask you tonight, open the eyes of our heart and that we may see. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want to preach on seeing diamonds for a moment. And first of all, the tendency that we have, we many times do not realize the potential of the place where we're at right now. And that's a tendency that is universal in human nature, amen. And it's true about our life. And, you know, let me just make a statement. Could it be true that you are standing tonight on a field full of diamonds that you're not seeing, amen? I was one time thinking about the prodigal son, and he's living in the father's house. And I don't know what happened to his, I mean, when I read this story, I'm like, what are you thinking? You're living in the father's house. You have everything but your heart and you can desire. Uh, and we don't know what happened. Maybe somebody came along uh, and whispered in his ear, uh, it's not in here, it's over there. And in Luke chapter 15, Jesus says, uh, he looked in his heart to a faraway country. He started to fantasize about that country. And one day he left his father's house. Uh, and you know the story, uh, amen. Uh, and and, and the, the thought was, it's not here in the father's house, it's over there. And he left his father's house went to this faraway country and lost everything that he had. Until he came to a place that he wanted to eat the food that the pigs were eating. And then he came to himself. Luke chapter 15 says in verse 17, then he came to himself. And that's a good place, amen. Then he came to himself and he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough, uh, amen, and I perish with hunger. And the Bible says he got up, went back to his father's house, uh, amen. And this is a story about somebody uh, that left everything that he had, uh, amen, went to look for diamonds somewhere in the world uh, just to come back and say, man, everything I ever wanted was already in my father's house. You know, that's the testimony of so many backsliders. If you're a young person in this place, let it not be your testimony. 
Amen. Let it not come to a place that you have to desire the food that the pigs eat. Amen. And that you lose your inheritance in the kingdom of God. Because I know he came back, but how many know he lost his inheritance? Let it not be your testimony. Amen. There's, there's another example. The Bible speaks about Demas. Uh, and it says in 2 Timothy 4.10, For Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Uh, amen. Think about this. He's together with the Apostle Paul, the biggest, most powerful apostle that ever lived. And they're writing history together. And something convinced this man, it's not here in the will of God. It's something that you cannot find here in the will of God. It's somewhere out there in the world. And the Bible says this man started to love the present world and he left the apostle. Amen. He was with Titus, who has his own letter in the Bible. He was with Luke, amen, who has a book in the Bible and the book of Acts in the Bible. There could have been a book of Demas in the Bible. But the Bible says he left because he was convinced that he could not find it in the will of God. Amen. If you're a young person here, let me tell you one thing. The world is lying to you. And when the world said it's over here and not in the kingdom of God, it's a lie. You know, we have many teenagers in our church. God bless them. Hallelujah. Oh, you got good one, and you got all kinds of teenagers, also here tonight. But one day a girl came to me, and, you know, she said to me, Pastor Clark, I have a question. I said, oh, that's good. Amen, it's good when people ask questions. She says, you know, why is this Bible so thick? So, oh, it's not going to be a positive question. Because she said, and she's serious, she said, you know, I can tell what the Bible says. In one page, I could write it down in one page. No, 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 she said. And you know how teenagers are. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Let me tell you, she said. I can say it in one word. No. She says, all the clothes I want to wear, God says no. All the friends I want to run with, God says no. All the music, Jay-Z and Beyonce, I want to listen to. Amen. God says no. All the things I would love to do. All the things my heart desire for. Every time I'm confronted with the word, no. Well, that's one bitter teenager. Can you say amen? And so I gave her a scripture in James 1.25. And I said, listen to the scripture. It says, but he who looks at the perfect law. And I know it says law. But how many know the law of God is good? That's what the Bible says. And they say, The law of liberty and continues in it, not as a forgetful hearer, but a doer. Listen, this one will be blessed in all that he does. Amen. It's so true tonight. This is the truth. Uh, What are you preaching? I mean, the devil is a liar. uh, And he says, come into the world. uh, Oh, you'll be free. I'm telling you, that's bond. It's right there because the devil is a liar. But you know, you want to be relationally free? You want to walk down the street in Chandler, nobody hating you, nobody trying to kill you, uh, amen, nobody trying to get back at you. Uh, then you do what the Bible says, you just forgive people and you love people and you'll be set free. You can be financially free. You can be free in every area of your life. Uh, but you know, this is the problem so many times. The world is lying uh, and lying and lying. Uh, and that's why he says in the scripture, Lord, open the eyes of my heart that I can see all the wondrous things that are in the kingdom of God. But the tendency, amen, there's something as many times pulling on us. 
And many, many times what you see is people, you know, you see men leaving their family, thinking there's somebody else out there that will make them more happy. Amen. You see people going from job to job, from job to job. You see people going from one education to another education. You see people going from church to church. Always looking for something better, amen. Uh, And we have a saying in Holland, and maybe it's a universal thing. Uh, In Holland we say, the grass is always greener at the other side of the fence. Do they have the same saying here? Isn't that amazing that the grass is always greener? In another job, in another church, amen, in another relationship. And I'm telling you, the devil is a liar, amen. He lies to us. uh, And that's why you see so many people, amen, uh, all the time making stupid mistakes, uh, just leaving. uh, They're leaving their field that God has given them with all the opportunities that are there. uh, And they're leaving it. And they start fantasizing. uh, And they go on this rampage, on this goose hunt, amen. And they they mess up their lives. You know, I have the privilege of preaching in, in several nations of the world and You know, sometimes you preach in nations, and one thing is very funny, amen. I was recently preaching in Spain, and I was talking to Spanish guys, and they say, Pastor, amen, I heard you were in Mexico recently. Man, I'm thinking about going to Mexico because, you know, in Spain there's so many rules and regulations, but in Mexico you can get rich. And then a couple of months later you're preaching in Mexico, and they say, hey, Pastor, I heard you were just in Spain. Oh, man, I love to go to Spain. Here's no opportunities. But they say in Spain, you make $20 an hour, amen. And, and, and then you're in Romania. And they say, Pastor, I'm thinking about going to Italy. I'm thinking about going to America. And then you're, you're in Italy. And they say, man, I'm thinking about going amen, to South Africa, to Zimbabwe. And I'm thinking, man, I can start an agency. No, really. You know that people can swap their houses and I'll get rich. Hallelujah. How many know that's the, that's the devil lying to you right there? And there's people here tonight under the sound of my voice, uh, amen. The devil said it's not here in your marriage right now, in your job right now, in the church you're in, your ministry. It's somewhere over there. And the tendency that we have, that we jump the fence, we go to look for greener grass, uh, amen, and we lose all the things that God wants to give us. Well, let's look secondly at seeing our possibilities. You know, the problem with diamonds is diamonds are not found as polished gemstones on the ground. Diamonds are found in their rough form. And in the rough form, diamonds don't look very attractive. I got a picture. I hope it works out. This is a rough diamond. To be honest, it looks like a piece of charcoal. Probably when you go out to the parking lot tonight and you see a stone like that, you won't even pick it up. Right? just looks like a black stone. There's nothing really a, appealing of some, oh man, that's what I would like to have. And look, the God's opportunities, uh, amen, many times don't look like, like polished gemstone in the beginning. It needs some work. But listen to what I'm saying tonight with a little bit of pressure, amen, and a little bit of heat and a little bit of cutting, amen, and you're allowing that to go through that process Before you know it, you have the second picture. And that's the one that we'd like. I would like to have that that marriage, a diamond marriage. Hallelujah. They said, I first got to dump the idiot I have right now. Amen. Maybe the idiot is like that unpolished diamond. 
and need some work. Hallelujah. Hmm. You know, we will pick up that stone and say, that's what I want. You know that God knows how to form diamonds in your life? With a little bit of pressure, some people always run away from pressure. As soon as there's a little bit of pressure in the marriage, uh, amen, before you know it, they're gone. As soon as there's a little bit of pressure in the church. Uh, how many know, uh, I was recently uh, uh, with Pastor Joe Stevens in a diamond cuttery. And, and there was a guy cutting diamonds. I mean, he, he works on seven days. He works on this little stone, all these facets. He's cutting. Uh, he's an artist. Uh, amen. Uh, and I thought, man, it's a picture of a pastor. Sometimes pastors are cutting you a little bit uh, just to, uh, amen. You're feeling what I'm saying, amen. It's not a nice process, but it, sometimes things have to be cut. You know, you can be sitting here tonight and unhappy about your relationship. Uh, and God says, I know it's a pressure. Uh, I know small children, uh, pressures of life. Uh, amen. But don't jump the fence. Uh, find somebody else. Uh, just stay in your place because God is forming a diamond. If you're a disciple here, don't be irritated by a pastor. But time to time, uh, amen, he starts cutting you a little bit. Hallelujah. We need that. Can you say amen? And God knows how to form diamonds uh, in our lives. But our problem is we wonder, we look at a diamond and says, that's what I want, and this is what I got. And that's why the first guy, he didn't recognize it. You know, opportunities don't come and go. Opportunities are always there, but you got to see them. Can you catch that this evening? Amen. Could it be true that you are standing right now on a field full of diamonds? Amen. Looking in a, to a faraway place and saying it's over there and it's not here. Could it be tonight that the devil has been lying to you? You know, the Bible says the kingdom of God is a treasure. I would have loved to have one amen on that one. The kingdom of God is like a treasure that somebody found Amen. And in the joy over it, Matthew 13, 44, in the joy over it, uh, he sold all that he had to buy the field. He didn't buy the treasure. He bought the field. Because treasures, listen, amen, treasures are not found. Treasures, uh, amen, in their rough form are opportunities that you have to work at. Amen. And if you simply would understand that and realize that, Amen. You say, man, could it be true in my life that there's all these rough diamonds? Uh, amen. There's pressure. Uh, there's sometimes a little bit of heat. Uh, the Holy Spirit is there. The pastor is there. Amen. God is trying to form some things. Uh, I just got to stay and mine and work it out. Uh, amen. And one day I'll, I can say, man, I look at my marriage. Uh, look at my ministry. Look at my children. Uh, amen. Your children are rough diamonds. Amen. Can you say amen? And God is working on them. And, you know, there's all these areas. Many times you see people that the, the job they have now, you know, they don't like. You don't have to raise your hand. But there's people here, you don't like the job you have now. And we say, man, if I had, if I had a better job, I would apply myself and give everything I have. But you know what God says? God says, use it or lose it. Amen. Give yourself to your job. Give yourself to your job. Because so many times, amen, in our lives, uh, you know, I was thinking about this farmer. He's living in the same house, uh, plowing with the same yoke of oxen uh, on the same field. Uh, he's having all these diamonds, uh, and the other one is dreaming about some other thing. Hallelujah. 
And sometimes you got to apply yourself. Uh, I was recently talking to a guy. He said, man, I'm, I'm working in this wash alley, washing cars the whole day. So boring job. Uh, amen. So I asked him a question. What kind of shampoo do you use? He didn't even know it because he doesn't care. Who cares about shampoo? If you're a car washer, you need to know everything about shampoo and the sponge that you're using. And you say, man, I'm not only going to clean your car, I'm also going to vacuum clean it for you. And you will give everything you have. And if you give everything you have, amen, how many know before you know it, you get a promotion? Amen. That's why some people never get a promotion. Amen. Because, you know, the, listen, the grass is always greener at the other side of the fence because many times they take better care of it. And the water bill is higher. They pay a higher price for it. So easy to look at somebody's marriage and say, man, I could serve God if I had a husband like that. I could serve God if I had a marriage like that. But, you know, a marriage is built. Amen. You're not, you don't have a good marriage just because you married the right person. Amen. You have a good marriage because you worked on that marriage. And the foundation is Jesus Christ on that marriage. It's also with your marriage. It's also like, you know, in Holland, we have a lot of problems with adultery. We have a website called Second Love and, you know, lots and lots of Dutch people saying, don't mock us because you had Ashley Medicine. How many remember the website Ashley Medicine? Nobody. It was a big website. Maybe you have an account. But anyway, it was a big website in America. Let me inform you what happened in America. Here's this website, Ashley Medicine. And the website was, you know, you can have an account if you are married, but you were looking for a gig. You were looking for, you know, to do some adultery with somebody, right? And so somebody hacked that site, put all the names of that Ashley Medicine website online, and there were only three postal codes in the entire USA that did not have an account on Ashley Medicine. All these men looking, and women, looking for some adventure with somebody else. You know why people, uh, amen, go into adultery here? Because, because of the pressures of life uh, and the things happening. They cannot see the diamond anymore in their own wife. Uh, and all of a sudden at work, they see something flickering in another woman. Uh, I'm telling you that a woman has also a field. Hmm. And in your wife's field, maybe there's a little spiders, a little weeds. There's rats and hyenas in the elder field. Just warning you, amen. And they see something flickering, the colleague, and before you know, they jump the fence. You know, the divorce rate in my country is 40%, amen. People just jumping the fence because they look at their own wife uh, and they don't see any more possibilities. There was a guy in America a couple of months ago. He was in Safeways, and he was uh, in line. And this is a true story. It went viral on the Facebook. He was standing in line, uh, amen, uh, at the register, and he saw a woman a couple of, uh, you know, a couple of uh, places before him. He saw this woman, uh, and he was looking at this woman. He was not a Christian man, so he looked from top to toe. He was, you know, checking her out, and he said, man, the guy that has that woman is a lucky guy. The woman turns her head around, and it's his own wife. How many read that story? Yeah, a couple of people. And then he wrote, a, he wrote on Facebook a whole article. He said, sometimes when you look at something with other eyes, you see something different. Sometimes you can look at your kids, your wife, the house you live in, amen, the church, 
And you start looking with the wrong eyes. Amen. You start seeing the wrong things. And he said in another environment, all of a sudden, that what I had all the time because his marriage was not doing very well. All of a sudden, I realized it's not her, it's me. I need to look in a different way. Amen. I have a treasure in my hands. Amen. Sometimes people have that in the church that, you know, that they're looking for a partner. Maybe you're single here. You know that if you're a girl, that guys from another church always look better. Isn't that weird? <laughs> Seeing all these rough diamonds here, like, no, 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 no. That's not my thing. I want one of them. And that's why you go to conference. They say, whoa, yeah, that guy. But listen, sometimes, you know, it's such a blessing to say, God, open my eyes. It could be, could be that your rough diamond is sitting here tonight, right now, somewhere in the vicinity. Amen. And you're not just not seeing it. And that you're going to pray, God, in my work, in my relationship and my marriage, open my eyes. But not only that, you know, I want to make a statement tonight. In this church here tonight, everything that you ever desire in life, amen, expression and value and self-actualization, destiny and all that stuff that we want, you know, all the things that you want, amen, are here tonight in this building. The Bible speaks about the unsearchable riches of Christ. And sometimes people don't seem to realize that everything they want, uh, it's already here tonight. Uh, you don't have to hunt for it. Uh, you don't have to search for it. Uh, you just have to pray, God, open my eyes. Uh, amen. Because, you know, so many people, they jump the fence uh, and they go to another place. They go to this other place, to this other relationship, to this other church. Uh, but tonight, uh, if only God could open your eyes and say, man, could this be true? That all the things that my heart longed for are not somewhere far. They're here right now in the kingdom of God. All my dreams, all relationships, everything I ever wanted in life. While the enemy is whispering, it's out there. There's an old story about this boat that was on the ocean. And that must be one of the most hardest things in life. That you're on a boat and you have no fresh water. And you're driving and you're gliding over an ocean full of water. You're really thirsty. You're dying of thirst. And there's millions of gallons of water all around you. But it's salt water. And you know you can drink it because you dehydrate. And so this ship has no, not anymore the capability to navigate. Uh, it's without steer. And, and so they see another ship and they signal, uh, they signal and say, send us fresh water. But what they didn't know, uh, they were on the ocean uh, where the Amazon River... The delta comes into the ocean and pushes the fresh water about 300 miles into the ocean. Because the Amazon River is like 85 miles wide. So they didn't know they're already sailing on fresh water. And so they send this signal, send us water, send us water. And they signal back, Load out, let down your bucket. And so they send again, send us fresh water. We're dying of thirst. Let down your bucket until some of the sailors said, Whatever. I'm just going to try it. Throws down his bucket, gets it up. He starts drinking. Everybody's looking until he would go down to the floor convulsing. Uh, but he's like, Mwah. And then I can only say, man, the, the source and the well of all the living water you ever would like is here tonight in this building. He has all provision for body, soul, and spirit. Amen. 
It's all here tonight in the kingdom of God. And Jesus said, if you drink from the water that the world will give you, you'll always thirst again. But when you drink from the water that I will give you, you'll never thirst again. And it will become a, like a, a source of living water. Amen. And it's here tonight in the building. I hope that that story from the Kimberly Diamond Mine, uh, amen, somebody standing on that field full of diamonds uh, and went on this wild goose chase, uh, lost everything that he had, uh, amen, while all the things he ever wanted was right there, amen. Let it not be us tonight. Let, well, let's pray and say, God, I want you to open my eyes. I want to close with take another good look into your field, amen. You don't have to look anywhere else for opportunity. I believe that all the opportunities that you ever want in life are here in this building tonight. You know, this is a wonderful church. Don't shout me down. But this is a wonderful church. And I know, yeah, but you're a visitor. And the grass is always greener on the other side of the fence. But in this place tonight, amen, all the things that you're looking for, are here tonight, and you're not missing out on anything. But sometimes you just have to make a decision. Instead of looking at that faraway country, instead of looking to that other state or that other church or the other job or the other lady or other husband, amen, let me study how rough diamonds look in their rough form. Let me take another good look at that diamond that I'm having. Maybe it's not as bad as I thought it was, amen. And then you have to start mining, amen. Amen. How many know that if you want something good, amen, you have to dig for it? You're not going to find silver and gold while you're walking in the, in the, in the Chandler Fashion Center, amen. You, oh, look at this. I found a nugget of gold. Never. You have to go dig for it. Amen. If you want to have the nuts, you have to break the shell, Right? If you want to have the gold, you got to break the rock. If you want to have the pearl, you got to dive into the ocean and break open the oyster. Amen. And you're not going to find it uh, casually cruising the streets. Amen. And before you run away, amen, just make sure that your own grass is not as green as or even greener. Because the devil is a liar tonight. And I've seen people in the house of God that God opened their eyes. You know that... In Holland, we say about marriage, you know, it's easier to start a new fire than to poke up an old fire. Talking about their current relationship. But that's a lie of the devil. Amen. Your field just needs a little bit fertilizer. Maybe a little bit prayer. Some good decisions. Amen. And I've seen a lot of people coming and going in our churches. And, you know, we, we in this church, even tonight, you know, every single People's group is represented here. You got homeless people here. You got rich people here. Amen. You know what is the most sad people that come into our churches? That is people that are looking for the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. But they never stay long enough to find it. Amen. They're looking for something. Amen. But, you know, they're looking for that diamond in his end form. And God gives them the rough diamonds. And they never stay long enough to work. And as soon as there's a little bit of pressure, they're gone. As soon as there's a little bit of, oh man, the heat is on, the heat is on. Sometimes it's good that heat is on. Hallelujah. You know, there was a man, he had a dream. And in this dream, he walked into his shop. Amen. Behind the counter was Jesus Christ himself. 
And he walked into the shop and he saw the shelves as happiness and joy and laughter and blessing and, and relationships and ministry and expression and destiny. He says, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And so he's going he's gonna to put it all in his bag. Amen. And he went to the counter. Amen. And Jesus, he says, I want everything you had. So Jesus put a bag of seeds on the counter. And the man said, huh? I thought you want to give me this and this and this. He says, I do, but I give it to you in seed form. Right? It's in seed form. It means you need some water. It needs some work. It needs some mining. It needs some agricultural skills, amen. And, you know, some people waste their life because they never wait. And I feel the Holy Spirit saying to this congregation, why don't you take another good look at what you have right now, amen. And start studying those diamonds in their rough form. And you can come to the altar and say, Holy Spirit, bring on the heat. Because I need it. Hallelujah. Pastor, amen. If you see things in my life that need cutting, amen. I'm open. I want to be a disciple. I want to be taught. Please, amen. Work with me. Hmm. No amen on that one. You, you don't know Pastor Campbell. He can be so direct. That's good for us. Amen. To have somebody that can speak into our lives. Can you say amen tonight? You know, Jesus died between two thieves. You know, they both looked at Jesus. One of them said, if you are the Savior, save yourself. And the Bible says he mocked him and he blasphemed him with his last breath. The other one looked at Jesus and said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. They're both looking at the same thing. Amen. And came to a total different conclusion. One went to hell and the other went to heaven. Because Jesus says, today you'll be with me in paradise. And I wish to God, I pray to God that tonight at the altar that you come and you bring all the rough diamonds, uh, all the black stones and say, Lord, uh, bring on the heat, Lord. Uh, I, w- I don't want to run away for every problem. Uh, I don't want to just, just always uh, try to m- take the easy way, Lord. I'm here. Uh, I'm ready for pressure. I'm ready for the heat of the Holy Spirit. Uh, I want to submit to my pastor. I want to be a disciple. Uh, I'm telling you before you know it, uh, in a couple of years, maybe three, four, five years down the road, uh, you'll be sure your diamonds amen look at my ministry and what God has been doing look at my marriage what God has been doing look at my children what God has been doing look at my career what God has been doing amen open the eyes of my heart that I can see all the wondrous things that you have for me in the kingdom of God shall we pray about that let's do that right now let's pray father we thank you for your word Lord, we ask you for a miracle to open every eye in this place. Lord, let the devil be a liar and be called a liar in this place. And we ask you for every single person in this place, Lord, that you work a miracle and open the eyes of our hearts so that we can see all the great things that you bestowed into our life and deposited in our lives. And we ask that, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. We thank you again for listening. Do you want to receive updates from our church in your inbox? Make sure to sign up at our website, vbph.org. If this message has been a blessing to you, would you consider supporting our ministry with a generous donation? Please visit our website at vbph.org and scroll down to find the Give button 
at the bottom of the page. We would be so grateful for your support. Until next time, love God and love people.